Welcome to the Topic Please Dating Show. Let's get ready to hear about our contestants. Are you nosy, curious, or just bored? Have you ever just started listening to other people's conversations? Do you ever just keep listening even though you aren't part of the conversation? If this describes you, then welcome to Topic Please. I'm Liz. I'm Aaron. And now I'm intrigued. What? What? Well, we were going to tell people about ourselves, so kind of like contestants on a dating show or something. Uh, oh, so maybe know, I should quiz you and see if you yourself. know anything about me? Probably not. <laughs> Do you remember that, that show, The Newlywed Game? Yeah. That show was yeah. so cool. I loved that game. I don't think we would do well. I don't know. I like some of the old, old episodes. Like, wasn't Betty White on I think an so. episode of that? And I mean, she was old then. As long as I could write Super Mario for the answers, I think I would know you pretty well. But like Mario, Princess, Goombas, I think I'm good there. Yeah. If it's anything else, I've got nothing. All right. So. In the episode that we did with uh, Ben and Michael from uh, Noodles at Noon, we were discussing, you know, introducing them, and we realized that you know, we hadn't really introduced ourselves more than you know anything you might have picked up along the way or knowing our names. So we we felt like we should let you know a little bit about us. Really, we had no topic, so we thought, hey talk about ourselves and it prepares me for you know interviews things like that because i struggle a lot <clears throat> with uh selling myself building myself up selling myself sounded so bad wow um but that's what you have to do in an interview right like you have to to show why you're the one for it so you do have to sell yourself but yeah so maybe talking about myself, I'll either figure out I'm really awesome or be like, dang, you should have gone on a different dating show. <laughs> I mean, like, and we did the episode where my mom was on with me and like told stories about me, but didn't really, you know, tell anything about me or about you. So I like it that way. We could just kind of go through and tell people a little bit about ourselves. Like, you know, where were you born and where'd you grow up? I was born on Jupiter. Where girls are more stupider? No, where boys are stupider. <laughs> so I could be smart. No, boys are on <laughs> Mars to get more candy bars. No, that's where girls are. You just said where you I were, got my curves. You, you just said you were born on Jupiter. I was, but I grew up on Mars. Oh. I was born there on accident. No, um, where am I from? From my mom and dad, according to Ancestry. <laughs> no, I was born in a town called Victorville in California. It's in the high desert of Southern California. I grew up in Southern California, San Bernardino, a little town nobody's ever heard of called Yucaipa, including probably people who live there. Um, <laughs> Oh, that reminds I was listening to uh uh oh that podcast, A Hot Dog is a Sandwich. Oh, that's a good podcast. And I I don't remember what 
uh, Josh was talking about on there, but I mean, he like mentioned you know the Inland Empire, mm-hmm. and I don't know. I just found that amusing. I was like, well, he would know where it's at. No, he wouldn't. Well, I'm telling you, people from California are like, what? Where is that? And you have to be like, it's between Redlands and Beaumont. And they're like, oh. Or it's by San Bernardino. But so are so many things. Loma Linda, Corona, Colton. Yeah, but that gives people a general idea. You would think. Like, (laughs) I mean, I was born in Peoria, Illinois. A lot of people know where that is. And... um. You know, we moved to St. Louis, lived there for a little bit, and then, you know, I grew up, or through second grade, living in Salem, Missouri. A handful of people might know where that is. But then we moved to this little town called Gerald, Missouri, and anytime I would tell anybody, you know, where I was from, I pretty much just had to say, you know, well... It's halfway between Jefferson City and St. Louis. Like that way they kind of gave them an idea where it was because nobody knew where that was at. Yep, that's kind of how Yucaipa is. They have Yucaipa, Calamesa Unified School District. Um, two different towns right on the border. It's right between San Bernardino County line and Riverside County line. So, And then I graduated from Marina Valley High School. Not the town. It was in the town, but, you know. So, <clears throat> yep. I don't huh? know. What else do you want to know about when I was growing up? I don't know. Or just got... where I'm from. That's where I'm from. Where I come from, it's not cornbread and chicken. Um, <laughs> Is there anything, I don't know, about your childhood that might be noteworthy to... I walked around barefoot all the time and my dad had to take glass out of my feet all the time. I went to 13 schools and from kindergarten to 12th grade. Um, I went to the same school for 6th, 7th, and 8th grade. Uh, hmm. I had some really cool best friends, like looking back, like I can still remember their names. So, like, um. oh, in kindergarten, my teacher quit in the middle of the year. Okay. In my defense, she was old. Like she was old, old. Um, but my parents always told me it was my fault because I talked too much. Um, and she have, had a nervous having, breakdown. Having been with you for a while, I <laughs> I believe that. I feel like it might have been. Um, my best friend then was Amari. Um, Mario? It's a me, Amario. <laughs> And there was a boy down the street named Charlie, uh, and he had this really cool, like, swing in his backyard. So it was like a rope and a board, and the rope went through the board, and then there was a knot tied on the bottom. So it was like that kind of swing. Um, and we were in his backyard one day. <laughs> Those are dangerous swings. Uh, yeah, for real. We were standing like on opposite ends, and we were like swinging it back and forth. And I swung it, and it hit him in the mouth and knocked out his teeth. <laughs> So that was bad. Um, so you've always been this mean. Yeah, kind of. I didn't do it on purpose, but. That might have sparked your wanting to hit me on the head and lock me in a freezer, <laughs> though. Listen, 
I stepped on a nail. Oh, that's right. Okay, so I used to walk around barefoot all the time, and I grew up in San Bernardino and stuff. So, and I didn't grow up in like the best neighborhoods, but I I grew up in like okay. I always felt safe. I don't know that I was, but I always felt safe. Um, but uh, I used to walk around barefoot all the time, and there were lots and lots and lots of times that I would come in the house and people would whether it was my dad or my mom or my aunt Tina would have to get glass out of my feet because of all like the broken beer bottles and stuff out in the streets. But so the one time that I remember wearing shoes, cause my parents were always like, put shoes on. Uh, I was at a friend's house again and there was these boards and we were pretending that they were balance beams and a nail went right through my shoe and into my foot and up the top. And then I had to go, <laughs> get that checked out because they just pulled my foot up off of it. It was horrible. But I didn't feel a reason to put on shoes after that because it didn't make any sense to me. Like I got hurt with shoes on. I got hurt with shoes off. So why be uncomfortable? (laughs) The logic made sense to me. So I remember that. I remember, I don't know. I have a lot of good childhood memories third grade you know how you always have that one teacher like what's your teacher like do you have that do you have that teacher that just you remember that teacher and he was just awesome and made a huge difference in your life like just sparked that love of learning and self-worth and self-efficacy not really really oh my gosh i do i was in third grade it was mr martinez it was the first time i had a male teacher he was awesome like he just he was one of those teachers that you could tell really cared about his students um and when it was and i had a lot of like i was really nice but i was i don't know overweight and just kind of the outcast and really smart and i don't mean that to be like oh i'm so smart but I conversed better with like adults than I did with my peers and stuff. And so I struggled with social interactions in school. Like I got all the schoolwork, like I didn't have to study for that stuff, but I, I seriously struggled with social interactions. And uh, I remember being in his class and it was my birthday. And he, after lunch, just like moved all of the desks and stuff. And we had a dance party in the classroom for, and like everybody was doing like the worm and stuff down down on the floor. <laughs> Definitely aging yourself there a little. I I'm old. I don't want to tell you. <laughs> you tell me I'm old all the time. But yeah, so I had that teacher and nice. He was awesome. I hated my fourth grade teacher. <clears throat> I got sick in his class and he refused to let me go to the nurse. So there's that. Um. Yeah. Mm. So, like, I don't know, my childhood, like, I mean, we lived on, I guess, well, we called it a farm. I mean, we didn't really have that many animals, so it wasn't really farm, but it was something that could have been a farm. Uh, like, for a big part of my childhood there, or through second grade, we lived on, like, 30 acres of land. And me and my little brother, we would go out into the woods all the time and, like, 
you know, climb these rocks. Uh, we had built a fort out there in the woods. Uh, you know, my dad would cut wood and sell it, and we'd go out there and help him do that. And I remember one time, me and my little brother were out playing while my dad was doing that, and for whatever reason, there was uh, a tree or a log or something that was uh, raised up onto a couple of stumps, and then we were playing around that, and it like rolled off onto my brother's leg. And like I freaked out because I mean I can't move this log. I was just a little kid. And you're talking about me hitting somebody with a swing. Yeah, you hit somebody. We were playing, and the tree rolled. Yeah, or the log or whatever I it was. I feel like you're just saying it rolled. But, I mean, I freaked out. Went and found my dad so he could roll it off of him because, but I mean, nothing was broken or anything. But it was. Kind of freaky because I didn't know what was going to happen, what to do. But we would, I mean, go out there all the time, uh, you know, just playing in the woods or running around the farm and everything. And things, I don't know, kids now, I don't know, I feel like they wouldn't be caught dead doing stuff like that because they want to be on their devices. Yeah, I don't know. I remember going to my grandma's all the time for vacations. My aunt is 18 months old. Well, one of my aunts, I have multiple, but um, one of my aunts is 18 months older than I am. So like we grew up kind of like sisters because my sisters are nine and 11 years younger than me. So she was definitely my closest in age. Um, and we used to do all sorts of stuff. <laughs> it just made me think, <laughs> you know, that song, I can't get no satisfaction. The Rolling Stones. <laughs> so <laughs> I don't rem I don't remember the circumstances around it. Like I think we were at my house, but I'm not positive. Uh but I remember we were looking for the pooper scooper for the cat litter box or whatever. And okay, so you know me, I love music. I I, I still think it would be cool for my life to break out in song at some point. Um but I remember my mom and my aunt and I started singing, I can't get no pooper scooper, but I try <laughs> and I try. <laughs> we couldn't find it anywhere. <laughs> See, those are the things of my life. Oh, and this one time we lived in a trailer park. My parents were like the, the managers or whatever, the trailer park. And they had an assistant manager and he had handcuffs. And I was over at his house with him and his wife, which looking back is probably really creepy because they didn't have any kids. So it probably is creepy. I don't know, though. But it's fine. Uh, but I started playing with his handcuffs and I put them on my ankles. <laughs> and he apparently didn't have a key to them. And they were real handcuffs. And so they had to get my parents. And so my dad had to come pick the lock on the handcuffs, which um, so I was like the whole time they were gone, I was trying to get them off of like over my feet and they just were like tightening. And yeah. And I have lots of, oh, man, I don't think about these things until you're like, tell me about your childhood. You imagine if I went to therapy. Well, see, there's some stories that I have heard that I'm surprised you're not telling like the, toaster grilled cheese or it's french toast dude i thought it was grilled cheese no me and my best friend carol i can still remember her last name but 
I don't talk to her. I haven't talked to her and seen her or heard from her in years, so I don't want to say that. But we were, she lived with her grandma and we wanted to make French toast. So I knew that you cracked the eggs in the milk. And so we did that and then we put it in the toaster and it caught on fire. I started a lot of fires as a kid. Good heavens. Like taking, what was it, a lamp apart? Mm Mm-hmm. Plugging in the vacuum cleaner one day. I didn't have anything to do with that. It was a short. That was not my fault. I didn't take that apart. Um, Popcorn fire from the grease. Yep. What other stories are you thinking that I'm not telling? There was... A shoplifting story. Oh my gosh. I wasn't going to share how bad I was. I was just sharing certain things. Well, we all know kids do stupid things. Listen, it wasn't stupid. Those boxers were awesome. <laughs> I didn't get to take them out of home or take them home. But so, yeah, I was in high school. Me and my best friend, Yara, my best friend at the time, Yara. Uh, <laughs> there was a fire behind our high school. And so it got evacuated. This Did is a new type of fire to get out of school. No, I didn't set the fire. We didn't start the fire. Yep. <laughs> um, but so they evacuated us and my dad was at work. Like my parents had separated by then. Uh, and so my dad was at work in Redlands. And so Yara's mom picked us up from school and took us down to the mall in Redlands to hang out until my dad got off of work because they didn't trust us to stay home. Uh, They should have trusted us there more than they trusted us at the mall. So you set fires at home (laughs) and you steal things from the mall. What are they going to do with you? So there was this store called Harris Underground and Yara and I were like, Let's go look there. So like we were just walking around looking and stuff. And then all of a sudden we got it in our minds that we were going to steal, of all things, men's boxers. So with the name like Harris Underground, I'm thinking like Hot Topic or Spencer's in the mall, something like like that or kind of, it was like one of the like upper, more kind of like a Macy's or something like that, but with cool clothing. Was like. Abercrombie and Fitch, that kind of thing, or so like trendy stuff. Yeah, it was trendy. Yeah, it's like Hollister, Abercrombie yeah. and Fitch, something like that. Yeah, kind of. At least looking back, somebody else may have a different recollection of it, but for me, like that's kind of what it was. But they had these really cool men's boxers, and so we were like, let's take them. And so we each put a pair in our pants. Unfortunately, we didn't think to just put them on. Don't steal. But we didn't think to. <laughs> so we just put them in our pants and we walked out and we thought we made it. And then the cops came like rough, right behind us. The the mall police. Um, Paul Blart, mall cop. <laughs> but they held us. And I got put on probation for six months from that. I had to take a petty theft class. I had to pay... A $25 fine. And I didn't get to keep the underwear. And then as soon as I got off of being grounded, because I was grounded for that whole entire time because I stole something. Sheesh. I was a kid. (laughs) No, for real, don't steal. Um, But when I finally got off of being ungrounded, or finally got ungrounded from that, like it was two days after being ungrounded. 
and I got into a fist fight in the front of my high school. And Tate, the school, like, I'm going to call him the school bouncer. Like, he really, <laughs> he, he was cool as heck, man. Yeah, like but the, when you got in trouble, he was not so have, cool. Like a school resource officer now. Like he kind of filled that role back then. Yeah. We didn't have like school resource officers. So yeah, like, but he's like the school, but he was so cool. Um, But yeah, he came to break it up. And one of the police officers in town was driving by at that time. And it was just not my day because the officer stopped and he was a friend of my dad's. So his words were, Elizabeth, what are you doing? And so then... I got taken up to the office and I got suspended from school. But luckily, when my dad came to get me from that one, his first question was, did you start the fight? And the answer is no, I did not. Because my dad said, don't ever start a fight, but do stand up for yourself if someone starts one with you. I did not throw the first punch. I tried to walk away from the fight. It did not happen. But I was just thinking, my dad's going to kill me. Literally, I'm going to die because I just got off of being in trouble and now I'm in a fight. But he took me out for ice cream and I got to like watch movies and go to the park and hang out and stuff while I was suspended because it wasn't my fault. Nice. Yeah, you definitely had a more <laughs> eventful like childhood high school experience than I did. I mean But I mean you lived in a more populated area than I did, so I mean, that's true. So like if we wanted to go to a school. mall, we had to drive for like an hour or better to oh, wow. go to a mall. It wasn't like, oh, we're going to leave school and go to the mall. Well, there you have it. So tell me about your childhood then. I don't know. I told you I mean, pretty much about the childhood. Or your teenage years, whatever. Like playing out in the woods and everything. I mean, we had a few animals occasionally, depending on what was going on but then we moved to gerald which was like where we had lived we were like eight miles outside of the city limits of salem so i mean there was nothing really within walking distance other than the neighbor's house but then when we moved to gerald i mean we like we would uh, walk around town, ride our bikes around town. It was like really cool. We could do all of these things. That Is that the we town you and I to. went to and you showed me the bike rack or whatever that was still there from when you were a kid? Yeah. Okay. I don't know where Gerald is either. So. And you can't tell me halfway between Jefferson City and St. Louis because I'm like, nice. That still means nothing to me in reference. Well, some people know their geography. Good for them. I mean, that's where. You know, I lived until I moved out here. I mean, I lived down in Lake of the Ozarks for a little bit, but not any real long period of time. And then moved here to where we are now. And, <coughs> and then you're just stuck here? <laughs> well, as far as childhood and stuff, I mean, I... I was a high school dropout. Like my mom had a lot of medical issues, so she needed somebody to be able to take her to the doctor and stuff. So I, you know, started doing quote unquote homeschooling 
which pretty much meant if anybody asked, that's what I was doing, but I wasn't really doing anything until I was 16. And then it was like, oh, well, I can just you know, drop out anyway. I mean, like I didn't have, you know, a regular high school graduation or prom or I didn't any go of those to prom. things. I had surgery my senior year on my foot and I had to be out of school for six weeks. I had the surgery on February 16th that year and I had to be out for six weeks. So uh, my boyfriend at the time ended up getting to move into my house though at that point. So that was exciting. Um, <laughs> probably wasn't the best, but I don't know. He's pretty cool. We ended up with two kids. So after we got married, just putting that out there. My second two kids were, well, the first one was born before we got married. I don't know. Uh, my adulthood was jacked up, so I messed that all up. But I got really awesome kids out of it. So I feel like it wasn't that bad. And I I, I like who I am. So, Right. I mean, all together, we had six kids, two that I had before I met you. Uh... Four that I had before I met you. I guess speaking of that, like, you know, I mean, how we met was, <laughs> I mean, I, I lived down at the bottom of this hill in this trailer park for a while. And there was this crazy lady that lived up the road that always had like what seemed like a million kids in her yard. It was only was, on average 12. You had your kids and then uh, Matt and Christie's kids and then whatever neighbor kids. And their friends. Yeah. Everything. Average, so seemed about like 12 kids there. You were the little old lady that lived in a shoe. You got, I, I mean, was the young lady who lived in a shoe back then. Thank you. Well, I'm just saying, it was like you had so many kids up there all the time. And I I just knew that you know, it was some crazy lady with a bunch of kids. <laughs> but I remember one time there was a tornado warning. And oh, you're going to tell this story. One of the... <laughs> County sheriff deputies lived down the road from the trailer park. So, I mean, he would come down and let everybody know, you know, hey, there's a tornado warning. You should go to the shelter and everything. And nobody throughout this whole thing bothered to, you know, knock on my door, see if I was home or anything. Cause I mean, we lived in a trailer park. That's not a safe place to be, you know, in a tornado. And, in my defense, I asked the neighbors. But, I mean, there was, um, or my truck was broken down at the time, so I didn't have a vehicle to get anywhere. But, you know, I was listening, like, to the news and everything about it, and there was hail, and I I knew that there was this lady that lived up the street with all these kids, so I'd go walking up the road in this hail to make sure that, I still yeah, feel so bad. See if she needed anything because I mean I knew she had all these kids and I mean if it was going to be that bad if she needed some help with something I was going to go offer some help because I was at the time home by myself because my kids were with their mom and then nobody was there and I realized there was nobody else in the trailer park at the time like everybody was gone. Listen, in my defense, I was new to the area and I asked the neighbors who came up and got me and my kids who were like, we need to go to the shelter now. And I was like, what about that dude that lives across the street from you? And they're like, he's gone at his girlfriend's house. Like I asked, so I, looking back, this is why like I check now. 
It's kind of like when we forgot that Kayla was in the bathroom and didn't get on the school bus. (laughs) (laughs) Right? But, like, my truck being broken down, like, had a lot to do with us actually meeting because uh, my daughter had a school performance or something, and I was, like, walking to go see this. It was, what, like a five-mile walk or something? Something like that, It would have been. But... And then you know, they gave me a ride, and they would give me a ride when I needed to and stuff. So I love that you say it like that. Let's be honest. I was married at the time. <laughs> My husband gave him a ride. That relationship's a whole nother thing, but it wasn't the right relationship for either one of us. So we moved on. But yeah, he would give you a ride up there or whatever. and. Yeah, and you gave me a ride to town a few times. Yep, because I'm just a nice person most of the time. (laughs) But anyway, like through all of that, like we met, we would hang out and play like Scrabble Scrabble. and do word puzzles and stuff because that's something that we both enjoy doing. Right, it's so much fun. I love playing Scrabble with you. We should do that sometime soon. And have a game night. One of these days, but the way you and I play Scrabble, it. We have to make sure we have several hours. It's not fun when you have to set a timer on each other. Well, that, I mean, we most of the time don't like follow the rules to the letter because we're like, no, I'm going to look this up, see if I can play this word rather than, well, let me play it and they can challenge me and all of that. It's more fun that way. But we'll sit there like looking up words like, okay, what what can I get the absolute most <laughs> points out of based on the letters in my rack and what I have playable on the board? Can I hit that triple word? Is that going to be worth more no, than the, if the, I go across the double word and a double letter or whatever? No, or, what I try to get is that one where you can get the triple word and the double word. Yeah, I'm just saying. Like, like that's the good one. Trying right to calculate it out to figure out what you're going to get the most points out of. I mean, we we would take you know 15, 20 minutes a turn, like <laughs> each of us. But I mean, it it's fun, so it's okay. Yeah, I've had lots of jobs since I became an adult. I did a lot of the stay at home, or whatever. I've lived in multiple states. I grew up in California. I moved away from there. I moved. Well, I spent. A summer in Arkansas because my dad had moved out there um, and then went back to California. And then I moved to Nevada and then I moved to Texas and then I moved to Missouri. I don't know where I'm moving next. No. Are you going to come up to me? Beats me. I'll probably be in a freezer. <laughs> so you'll probably come with me. <laughs> no, you'll probably stick me in a freezer and leave me behind. Oh my. Sorry. What? This isn't a show about like true crime or anything, but I was listening to this true crime podcast. Um, I was listening to My Favorite Murder, and they do minisodes where people write in with their stories. Uh, <laughs> this person went to a yard sale and bought a deep freezer from the yard sale um, for like 30 bucks. So it was like super stoked that they found it or whatever. And she got it home and then opened it, I guess. Did that deep freezer used to belong to Jeffrey Dahmer? No, but it had a dead body in it. It was apparently the mom of the person who owned or who was selling it. I guess the mom died of natural causes, but 
the daughter wanted to keep collecting like the social, the social security, security or whatever. Or whatever. But yeah, I was thinking, how do you not look like when you buy a car, you look under the hood. How do you not open stuff to look to make sure there's like not mold or whatever growing or a dead body in it? Right. And how do you decide to sell the freezer you're hiding a body in? Sorry, I hit my microphone arm. But how do you, like, I don't know. But that's just, it just made me think of that. Talking about the freezer. I wouldn't actually sell it. You'd you'd just take, take it, it with me. You. Yeah. You'd be that with way me you'd forever. Keep hiding the body in there. Listen, James won't let me be taxidermied. So I got to keep you around somehow. There you have it. <laughs> All right. So I guess I mean, that pretty much catches everybody up for the most part. I mean, like I'm currently a web developer at the college here in town, and I I enjoy doing that. I mean, and I'm a house supervisor and. I work for a local company that uh, helps individuals with disabilities live their best lives. So I have an awesome job. I love what I do and I love getting to go every day. So except the days that I'm tired, but it's not because of my job. It's because I'm tired. (laughs) So it works out pretty good. I love what I do. Yeah, I know. Like, I love what I do. But I think that that saying, that you know, if if you get a job, you know that, or you love what you do, you'll never work a day in your life. I'm like that. That's kind of crap. Because <laughs> you can love what you do and still be like, okay, I I need a break. That's true. Like I or have to do something that's like, well, I I don't like that part of my job. I love most of the stuff that I do, but and like I don't really care to do that. That's kind of sucks or whatever. Yeah, I think for me, I I definitely get that just because um, the time that we took off when we just went camping, like that was the first time I had taken any time off in almost two years. So it was definitely a nice break to have that that chance to just not. And um, I'm telling you, I love (laughs) what I do. And the staff that I get to work with are the most amazing people because they kept everything running and not just like, well, there was people there. Like they kept everything going exactly the way I would have. And they're just awesome. So I was glad to go back. It's good to, you know, take a break once in a while, just cause I mean, you get like to that point where you're just getting burnt out because you're just, you know, working so much and you don't have any, time for yourself because you have so much going on or whatever then <laughs> so do i get to I mean, take a break from being a wife and mom? <laughs> oh i am and well no i'm not never mind let's say in september i'm taking a break kind of <laughs> i'm gonna go with my sister and her partner and their kids and get to hang out with littles again i'm super excited about that too I'll get to hang out with Littles at a water park. My favorite is things in the world. I love water, so that's going to be fun. Right. And you get to be without me for three days, so you get a break from being <laughs> with crazy all the time. 
The kids will still be here. My mother will still be here. <laughs> I do not get a break from being with crazy. <laughs> well, you know. So. So I guess. Uh, I don't know any like hobbies or things that you like to do. I mean, this is a dating show, right? So oh, I mean, right. it's like, you know, I like long walks on the beach. And... Um, I like <laughs> solitary activities. <laughs> I like crocheting. I like, no, let's see for real. I like crocheting. I like reading. I love doing like logic problems and stuff. And I like, we have like the, each of us have that game on our phone where you're solving. Oh like, yeah, that. Uh, I want to say clued like, up because we just went to a clued up thing. <laughs> it's not clued up. It's like AE mysteries. Yeah. Or you're solving these crimes, but doing puzzles and stuff. Or It's not all crimes, but. Yeah, mysteries. Yeah, these mysteries. And you're, you have to do puzzles along the way. And, but um, I like doing those alone, but I also like doing them with you. Like, that's fun. Like, that's something I enjoy. Yeah, kind of brainstorming sorry. the solution. Looking, f- sorry, not with you. This is a dating show. I'm looking for a partner who likes to do mysteries together, solve mysteries together, not do them. Good golly. (laughs) So you're looking for like Fred or Scooby or Shaggy? (gasps) Heck yeah. I like, what else do I like? You'd live in the water if you could. That is a true statement. I love to be in the water. Swimming pools. See, where I I prefer... Like, I, I just don't care for like swimming pools and stuff. Like I, I prefer just going to the lake or the creek or river or something. I learned recently that I like to kayak. I took our daughter is, uh, our second oldest is turning twenty one, and I took her kayaking for her birthday, and that was a blast. And I definitely learned that I love doing that and want to do that more frequently. Yeah, I know the one day that we went out here to the lake and we uh, did the kayaks for a few minutes when With mom, mom was still yeah. here. Like we didn't have a lot of time to really kind of do much. It was pretty much row out and row back in and like, okay, you know, whatever. Cause they were doing some big, uh, like a conservation day thing or something. Uh, yeah. So I mean, you were limited on time for using the kayaks. Yeah, definitely. I would, I'm with Kayla. We would like to own kayaks. And it costs, if we were to go kayaking, like rent the kayaks, go kayaking, I think like seven times we could buy our own for the price of that. Right. So. I'm guessing. thought for my birthday next year, sir. (laughs) I'm guessing it's not like, you know, if you have a boat, you typically have to pay you know some fee for you know using the ramp and everything i'm guessing a kayak that wouldn't really be the case you just put it in the water and go yeah so it's kind of cool so i've learned that i like that and again it's related to water so you know what are your hobbies i don't know i don't have time for hobbies (laughs) (laughs) no like i I do like gaming and I I know most of the people in my field that I have met or that I went to school with or that I work with, 
if they are into any kind of gaming, it's usually like uh, Xbox or PlayStation or PC gaming where I am more Nintendo. Like I love Super Mario and the Legend of Zelda series of games. Like those are. I like Mario Party. And Pokemon. Enjoy playing some Pokemon. Heck yeah, Pokemon Go. We haven't been going so much though since, you know, that whole virus thing came around and all that. I was thinking that we're just too busy to have lives. That's true. Because during that entire pandemic, uh, you were still working. Some a lot of the time was from home, but you were still working. Well, it was, and I was like essential, that first so month, I was still working. That first month when everything locked down, I was at home, but then I was back at. Well, as I'm saying, like some of it, you were at home, but you were still working, so we weren't like taking time off or whatever. So, yeah. Which I saw something. I don't know. Like I've not looked into it, but that the CDC was recommending again for even if you're vaccinated to continue wearing a mask because of this new Delta variant that's out there. So, which apparently is here in town. So I'm a little worried for our daughter, our youngest daughter's boyfriend, because he was recently hospitalized with COVID. So waiting for updates on that. Right. But yeah. I don't, like, so I enjoy that. And I don't know, watching movies once in a while. I like older movies. You know, things like Spaceballs and like Mel Brooks has some of the greatest movies. <laughs> you said older movies. And I was thinking you kind of have like an old soul, but then you say those things and I'm like, mm, that's not really an old soul. <laughs> have you seen Mel Brooks? Like, he... <laughs> that's true. <laughs> he was old, but hilarious. Like, I could just imagine like if Mel Brooks and Betty White had like, done a joint movie or something like both of them older than dirt but funny as all get out right that'd be crazy but i mean then things like when we go camping and stuff i enjoy that Mm. oh i do like camping as well and just kind of hanging out and i mean some days i just want to lay around and do nothing i also like dancing (laughs) I'm looking for a partner who would like to dance. See, I'm not big on dancing. I know. You can dance if you want to. You can leave your husband behind. All right, so that brings us to here, I guess. Right, and now, I mean, I don't know, after everything, and then when we got together, we were, like, we both went back to school. Oh, yeah. Like, I, I got my GED, and... Started taking classes. You were already taking classes. And I don't know, we got to the point where we were like, well, yeah, this kind of sucks because we're already adults. We're taking care of kids. We have to work and go to school. And it was a real pain. So you said was. It is. Because I currently am working on my master's degree and I am getting to my capstone project. So in eight to 12 weeks, I will have my master's degree. I'm super excited and nervous all at the same time because I have to do this like research based thing and uh, oh yeah, but like, I teach mean, some stuff which that's not a big deal. I've done teaching before, but at first we were still I I very paycheck to paycheck to had like no money at all really to speak of and trying to go to school and work to take care of everything. Where now I mean we've 
both got good jobs and, you know, because of that. And, you know, we're able to handle that a lot easier now than we were when we first started, but that's true. Definitely glad that, you know, we did. That reminds me, I have one more hobby. It's talking. I like to talk, which is probably why we podcast. (laughs) I like to talk. I feel like you podcast so that it's the time that I listen to you, even though I don't really listen to you because you were saying all of those things on how, where we are. Like I was like where we are, but in my mind I was thinking, Oh, but part of that though is I also deal with being bipolar. So my mind goes where it wants to go, regardless of what's going on. Right. I mean, I don't know. We're in a good place now. We were finally able to, get to a point where we could, you know, buy our own home. Uh, and now we get to replace part of the roof. That's <laughs> one of those things that's like, you know, it's really cool that we own our own home because we can do whatever we want with it. But at the same time, if we were renting, it'd be the landlord's problem. <laughs> right. Like two years ago when we had to replace the HVAC unit, and now we're replacing part of the roof. And it's like, man, this is a lot of Right, I mean, not necessarily work for us, but man, it's a lot of money. So it's a lot of work because we have to earn that money. Well, I mean, it makes sense. Like you, know, you hear about like Gen Z and stuff, like not really wanting to, you know, buy a house. They just want to rent, and I mean, it makes perfect sense. Just like I mean, there's a lot of them that is like, no, I I do not want children. I don't plan on ever having children, and it's like that's perfectly fine. That is a very sound decision oh yeah and i mean you have the ability to change your mind later on most of the time if you're just like no i am choosing now as a young person i i don't want children that is not part of my plan right now and it is perfectly fine to be that way there is nothing wrong with it and if you're one of those that are have to listen to people tell you that you need to remember you don't have to you can be you right you do you boo it's your life. I mean, you hear so much about, like, oh, well, you know, what about the legacy? And I, we need a son to carry on the family name. It's like, no, you don't. It, you'll be fine. My dad didn't have any boys to carry on the family name. Although I think Charlie will forever carry it on. Maybe. I don't know. We'll see. So that has been a little bit about us. And uh, now you know where it all comes from. <laughs> yeah. Oh, and something else, we are, uh, we're getting close to 900 total downloads so far, which I, we've had the show since October, but it's kind of cool. We're getting close to that thousand and I don't know, we're going to come up with something to do for a fun show when we hit that 1000 downloads. So if you have any thoughts that you'd like to, I don't know, for us to do or something that would be like entertaining or exciting or whatever, uh, you know, while we're playing in the background so that you have just noise playing in your lives, uh, go to that social media stuff and tell us. Right. And I think that's going to be it for this week. Thanks for eavesdropping. If you have a topic you'd like to hear us talk about or give us feedback, you can go to topicplease.com to find our social media links, contact form, how to subscribe on your preferred podcast player. You can also find links to our past episodes. Please subscribe, rate, review, and share us with other eavesdroppers you know. Mm-hmm.